go. We're liking this. Guys, we think we have comments back, but not yet. Oh, yeah. Was it running smooth or was it not? Or is it running still unsmooth for you? Uh, smoother than normal. Okay, good. Perfect. Yeah. Welcome back, you filthy animals. <laughs> yeah. Testing normal episode. I think we're on episode 104, 104 right? dude. 104. Buck 04. Wow. Well, um, guys, been an eventful week for myself. I has been. I has been. I just flew back from Missouri and uh, Arkansas and such. Drove down Arkansas with the, with the family and Arkansas met with the family and hung out in a little town called Bentonville. And Bentonville. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know about Bentonville, it's interesting. It is the home of Walmart. And That's the South. It is. And technically anyone who's an executive within Walmart has to live or have a home at least in the city of Bentonville. Really? Yeah, it's fascinating. So that has created kind of like this little super wealthy town in the city of uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. And it's actually pretty dang cool city now because they've had, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars donated by Walmart to the city. Right. They've created a really cool downtown. Every, this is actually something for anybody out there that enjoys mountain biking. They created a theme for the city, a mountain biking theme. And every road, almost every road in the city, you know, it's surrounded by these Ozarks and the hills, has single track mountain bike uh, trails that have been built in through on the side of the roads. Right. And every park, every park has a single single track and pump tracks everywhere. Um, it's like a really, really fun outdoor city now because That's they've cool. decided to make this theme of mountain biking in the city um and single tracks so very fun place to visit a little bit humid but it was fun it's fun it was good so glad to be back glad to be back though that's for sure how's your week man it's good uh we went on a hike yesterday and i'm Ooh, slightly nice. sore uh we went to the cascade head in uh the beach here in oregon it says <laughs> it's closed due to covid um me and a lot of other people decided that it wasn't and it was delightful because anyone on the trail didn't care and we're just living their lives free and out there enjoying nature which is the safest place you could be and very strange or was it not bad no it never is in that place it's it's like a Mm. big boat launch spot and, and whatever it's just funny like a trail and outdoors of all places Probably not. Is that in where do you start that hike at? It's on it's called Three Rocks Road and it is like a couple miles north of Lincoln City. You hang a left and you drive to the end of the road and you park. Oh, so it's pretty close. Mhm. That's awesome. Yeah. Right on. What's the what's the how long was the hike? Um it's a couple hours. I mean it's I think it was like it's like two and a half, three miles up and back. It's pretty steep though. Uh-huh. Like you don't have to go the whole way. And we got to see some elk and got to see the beach and not get sandy because we weren't near it. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you take your dog? Yeah. And he did good. Awesome. Did he walk most of it or did you guys carry him? Um, No, we didn't carry him at all. He just... Hmm. Whole way. Right on. Good deal. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I um, I'm kind of excited for my kids to get to the age of hiking ages. You know, like Knox and Dolly are getting decent at hiking; they're getting better. But Tilly, obviously, not quite ready for those types of hikes. But hiking is kind of one of the main advantages of living in Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Ah, uh, um, what's he saying here? Your uncle was oh. saying nothing better than having lunch in West Yellowstone. Montana and watching my favorite. Oh, watching his favorite right on. Is he? Are you there right now, Gary? He is. He's on his first, like, true, like, RV tour with his wife, being um, being retired. So they have been all over the place. I sweetly got a message from my aunt 
his wife yesterday saying, are you guys going live tonight? And I chuckled and texted back and said, I'm not sure about tomorrow night, but you do realize it's Saturday. And she thought it was Sunday. So that's how retired they are. <laughs> that she that's... thought it was going to that way. Oh, yeah, he's coming here. When are you coming to Oregon? I think he's going to be here. Well, if you're, wait, how soon are you coming? Because I heard people are coming the end of August, beginning of September. Maybe you're coming to stay for longer? It's a good life when you're in a state of life where you don't have to worry you don't have to worry about what day of the week it is. Right. You know you've reached a pretty good state of life when you don't really have to think about what day of the week it is. Right. That's awesome. Well, um, I got a couple interesting topics when I run by you this week, Jordan. Let's do it. Um, we were talking about some of these guys. I would say, and maybe maybe it won't pan out, that we had the most times we've said, okay, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about this live. Hope we remember at least a quarter of them because um, I'm sure they were all really good. So, And, but also like some of the topics we were talking about pre-podcast could like be an entire podcast. Yes. In themselves, right. Um, but the um, one thing I wanted to run by just a kind of a, a, a pick me up kind of thing for the week. Okay, guys, an encouraging kind of thing about a recent study that came out pertaining to vitamin D. This was a really cool study out of, I think it was Boston, um, or somewhere in Massachusetts. Yeah, Massachusetts General Hospital. They did a really cool study on vitamin D and the effects of opioids. Yeah. Um, and how vitamin D levels can lead to, if you have a deficiency, can increase the risk for addiction to opioids. I believe it. Um, and it was really kind of an encouraging study because it showed that you know people that are suffering from opioid addiction mm -hmm. like there's a there's a hope potentially outside of other pharmaceuticals and even like maybe in conjunction with therapy that sort of thing is making sure vitamin D levels are sufficient because that has an effect on your endorphins and that has an effect then on you being able to counteract some of the 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 dopamine depletion that you commonly see with opioid addiction um so vitamin D I just I feel like every week something new comes out with vitamin D and the value and the importance of it to the human body and psyche. Yeah, um, I wish that, that some cool. of those things I saw a thing the other day. Actually, I posted it on my own Facebook page. It was a quote by uh, Dave Asprey. I don't know if you saw when I when I did quote that um, hmm. he said if uh, hang on, I'm going to pull it up. I think I agree with you. Hey, James. Hey, James Gill. Things like uh, vitamin D are a – it's a it's considered a supplement in that in that sense. And I think that we are taught to ignore them because we're based on a pay-to-play system here in the United States that I wish we would get away from, I, at least to some degree. I understand that there's some modern medicine that's great. Um, he said, anyone who tries to stop your doctors from treating you the way they choose is your enemy. And sometimes the best thing to do is eat better, is to take vitamin mm -hmm. D supplements or whatever. But you see it vilified. Like I was listening to a podcast yesterday that mm -hmm. was done by Jordan Peterson's daughter. My, Haley was wanting me to listen mm -hmm. to it. And, she, yeah. and there was a guy on there that is a virologist. He does testing and everything. And he was like poo-pooing vitamin D as far as like a way to protect yourself against viral infections. And I understand it's not like a magic pill or anything, but he was saying like, oh, but you know, viruses like healthy cells just as well. And they'll just set up camp there. I'm like, but we know from studies that people with higher vitamin D levels do a better job at fighting off viruses. And he was saying quite the opposite. I was like, what is going on when you're telling, when you are preaching a different story and yours is okay to talk about? Was she asking about like, what are the, was she bringing up like, what are the she benefits was, of vitamin D? She was D bringing up some something? of the therapeutics for specifically COVID-19 that were pushed. That we know that if someone has had within a few days that hydroxychloroquine drops the symptom severity. And if someone had vitamin D going into it, their severities will be lower by study. And he was saying, that's not true. I'm like, but, but there's all this evidence. Well. Yeah, and that's also one guy, right? Right. No, it's just like, frustrating that he's able to yeah. say that, but yet, on that if, but if a doctor's too. like, "Hey, I think you should do this versus this pill," they're not—they're technically not allowed to say things like well, that. Well, and it's not just that, Jordan. It's the whole idea of like, like wanting 
and knowing that there's something that might benefit somebody's health, yes. like telling them, hey, I really want you to start this exercise plan. I want you to start um, this kind of diet calorie intake. But then you have this kind of like concern about media, like, like almost, you know, persecuting you mm -hmm. if you start to say, you know, recognize that maintaining your body's health is important. Right. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's not that it's, you're a bad person if you're not physically healthy. That's, you're not a bad person. No. But it's also like good to recognize that there's truth in maintaining your body's overall health helps to then fight off and maintain you know i know a, and he was almost system. saying the that was what was for and i know it's just one guy but i would say by and large we are we are restricted as a nation in our medical community treating things that could be treated with food and with decent supplements decent exercise that's why my <laughs> my latest idea is this if a doctor can't say it why can't he hire a translator so like me. Wait, 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 wait. Key and Peel. There's a Key and Peel episode with that. Okay. Well, I've never seen it, but this is Obama's this is... translator. No, no, no. Well, Obama translator. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. But I'm talking doctor translator. So I, uh -huh. as a non-medical doctor, could go in with a doctor and sit there. Like I could sign the NDA and all. That. I can't talk about it. I have to follow HIPAA laws and everything. But the doctor goes, it looks here like your blood pressure is really high. And then I could be like, as a translator, like I'm not a medical doctor. And what's being said is you're morbidly obese and you need to lose some weight. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a whole Kate yeah. Peel skit. It's I think hilarious. it's a fantastic that's idea. And then the doctor can't get in trouble because I could sit there. He'd be like, well, it looks it looks here like you uh, like like you've got some uh, extra fatty blah, 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 going on. And I'd be like uh, what he's trying to say is you're eating a lot of bread. And, or, or like, you're like, yeah. It looks here like your back is hurting because of something surrounding yeah, the Yeah, so structures. we could give you these pills. There might be another reason. Like, what he's trying to say is there's too much weight on your joints because you're giant. <laughs> you're a giant. Nah. Well, I would say that um, I think promoting, promoting honesty in a uh, caring way should be right. something as a society we promote. Yeah. Um, because the point is, is like, um, the problem is, is that people think that then they're like, well, no, you need to listen to modern medicine. It saves so many lives. Like, absolutely. Like, I absolutely think so. Like, if somebody gets in a car accident and they need a limb reattached, please, please, please don't put essential oils on it. Like, it's not going to help you um, at all. You need modern. Don't go drinking. You, yeah, you need oil, yeah. you need modern medicine to help you reattach a limb. Should you choose to continue to want said? Limb. I actually get this. I had uh, an individual one time come in and they had a dislocated digit and they'd had the dislocated digit for like going on like close to a week. And they had heard that essential oils help with inflammation and they thought that it was just if they just put the essential oil on the finger, it will kind of get back in place right. basically by just helping with the inflammation. Mm. It's like it was it was like, no, like this is clearly something that it's supposed to be going straight and it's going sideways right now. Like this, that essential oil is not going to solve that issue. Right. Um, and so there is, there's a lot of woohoo, woohoo, crazy stuff out there. No, no right. doubt about that. Um, okay. So I actually wanted to get your opinion on this, Jordan. I have lots I of opinions. Was, I know you do. And I do too, but I love that we can talk about it. Even if we have different opinions. Yeah. Um, okay. Everybody out there, I'm sure I was watching on, uh, OPB. Or for some of you that don't have OPB, did you know this, Jordan? Not every state has their own, like, version of PBS. So I OPB is like a – it's a subsidiary of PBS, right? Okay. Um, anyways, I was reading articles about the recent Because OPB is Oregon Public Broadcasting. Public – yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you ever watch that growing up? Yeah, it's like the only channel we got. We just Yes, me yeah. too. Buckets of OPB. My parents, you know – God bless them. They let us watch OPB all we wanted. So um, there was like basically nothing bad that could what come a, on OPB. Here's the thing. All We're I, only learning. All I wanted to do was watch Animaniacs, and I couldn't get Fox. Yes. Yeah, OPB gave us uh, Antique Roadshow. Okay. It gave us Oregon Field Stream and Guide, Ooh, right? Oregon Field Guide. And, uh, and, and Bob Ross. Yep, yep, OPB had Bob Ross, mm -hmm. and I think in the morning time there was an occasional puppet show, and maybe Wishbone? Occasional was Wishbone puppet on? show. <laughs> I, mean, 
Was Wishbone on OPB? <sighs> I can't remember. I can't remember. I loved Wishbone, though. With all my heart, I loved Wishbone. Um, anyways, so the recent G7. Um, yes. I uh, saw this article. I'm excited. What do you call it? The G7. Um, what do you call it? Symposium or like gathering? Yeah. Right? G7 summit. 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 That's the word. I was like, I know it's there. I know this is there. Okay. They gathered, guys. It's a summit. They gathered. I, it sounds like they're yeah. trying to be better than us if they say summit. So that's right. just. Uh, right, right. So, uh, you know, basically all of the main players in the world the main leaders in of their respected countries came together to talk about whatever they felt like was a priority right, right. um and there was for for all of like the pros and cons and whatever you feel like about you know our current administration i actually wanted to get your opinion i was surprised with the policies that biden actually was talking about pushing against china it is weird I will say that because it's. I was it's, very we're, happy about that. We're at like six months, and it looks as though, I mean, you look at the border. We had Harris saying last week, "Don't come. If you come, we'll turn you away." That's the opposite of what they both preached during yeah. it. And then th- there's been like certain things about like vaccine passports, like we never planned on doing this. We want to do this. It's like, guys, why didn't you just say in the beginning that some of these policies you were just going to flip on and. They sound like what Trump was saying six months ago, yes. but they were afraid to say so, it. I'm going to give you some verbiage about what Biden said pertaining to China. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm surprised he said that, actually, to, to these people. Um, but he was saying he was basically he said he said, I know that. Um, what do you say? Oh, he said, I think we're in a contest is what he said. He said pertaining to China. He says, um, I think we're in a contest with autocratic governments around the world whether or not democracies compete can compete with them in the rapidly changing 21st century so autocratic government basically means one guy that doesn't answer to anybody at the head of a government right right? and he doesn't have any checks or balances and he's concerned that china having an individual leader that doesn't have any checks or balances and the leader of china has recent like was it four years ago or something Mm -hmm got voted in as this basically the supreme leader of china and he can never get voted out right um so just he like was talking king. about like a king yeah exactly he's a king um or a caesar um but i i thought it was a good perspective that biden was saying like uh he was rebuked he rebuked the chinese human right abuses mm-hmm. that were going on in the xinjiang province That's good um and the use of forced labor for solar, agricultural, and garment sectors. Like, he was, like, calling out China specifically, saying, like, this is a human violation, human rights, you're impinging on them, and, like, really pressed China in a lot of areas. And, but what was interesting... Didn't talk about that sludge lake that we talked about this week, though. Yeah, yeah. To bring that up. But Biden got pushback. This was surprising to me. By several of the European countries for calling out China. And they were concerned that it was going to affect, obviously, their financial arrangements that they have with China. Shocker. Like, shocker, shocker. right? Shockeroo. Um, but they uh, they had talked about potentially um, re-implementing with China, focusing on the new threats of China, um, possible re-implementation of certain tariffs, Um and I don't know why they removed those to begin with. Like, well, here's what I hope doesn't. Actually... Here's what I hope doesn't happen is that they remove them. And the, so, like the vaccine things, like they all named the exact goals that the Trump administration had for vaccine rates, uh-huh. right? They didn't say it for a few months, and they're like, "We're going to do this." I'm like, "You mean exactly what we were already doing? That's weird. Why not just say, hey, as a country, we're going to continue with our goals,' but you can't.'" Like, because yeah. for some reason, and then I hope with this, what doesn't happen too, is that they put the exact same tariffs back on and, and then he claims it is his own. Like, why not just well, have said, hey, I agreed. There was some, there's a ton of things I disagreed with, but these things I agree with. Cause I could say that easily. And I don't know. I honestly, I don't know, honestly, if all the tariffs were lifted previously or if these are like 
different tariffs they were in well they were a uh, eo and so i believe they did get removed i'd have to go double check uh, but i'm pretty sure just like the pipeline and all that that was an executive order that was removed and that's the issue with executive orders i get why trump did them they're not the best plan but there's been grid, there's been gridlock for they're impossible to keep if somebody doesn't want yeah. them and so it causes this gridlock but because we had gridlock it, they had to, something had to be done but then if he didn't get voted back in, obviously they're going to go away. But it's weird these ones that they didn't. Like there was there was three really that bop, that baffled me: the tariffs on China. Um, well, there was a few other ones, but like the Iranian deal, the the green the new green deal, the the Paris Accord, and the the pipeline. Like remove forty thousand jobs. Like it's just strange. I wouldn't be shocked if some of those things come back and he claims them as his own. And now the border mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, the pipeline. I. <clears throat> I will be, yeah, that one's an X factor for me. The other ones I could see those coming back because it's a national. Uh, the pipeline too it, has caused issues, and we had that. No, one. no, yeah, it definitely caused issues. But I feel like people don't see the effects. Yeah. As easily when it's an international affair, where if, if it's a national affair mm-hmm. in our country, right? Yeah. I feel like that might go to con- Congress quicker. And I could be wrong. Maybe. Be wrong. The, the weird one. Oh, and the other one that we've talked about before was the insulin prices, like bringing the actual insulin prices down to to match the, the median for the world. He removed that executive order pretty quickly. and was like, what? Like, that's actually benefiting your people. That seems very, like, strange, short-sighted. And, and it's yes. like there's no benefit. What would be yeah, the benefit it, of that, I guess? Of raising it? Well, what if... No, no, no. Of taking, getting rid of that EO. Oh, what if some of your bigger donors were the companies that were making money hand over fist for that? Of course you would remove it because mm. you're you're kind of enslaved. It. And that's a problem. That goes back to like issue like of, camp- risk, of campaign though. of campaign funding, like who funded you? Of course you're going to side with the people that funded you. So Dude, and campaign limits, my goodness. Everybody out there, if you ever get a chance to vote on financial uh campaign limits, like Great Britain has a financial. I think it's like 150,000. It's wildly low, even for like the PM, like the amount of money that they can contribute to their or have contributed to their campaign is like I think 150,000. Well, and it's or not something. only it's not only nationally too. And that's where I think that we're talking nationally right now. That's fine. It's fun. It's great. What we also need to remember is to refocus people on local stuff. So think about your school boards, your mayors, your town, your city councilors. Um, those are like those three are more important than the president. And just this year alone in Portland area, there was four hundred and fifty thousand dollars spent on getting school board people elected. And that's a non-paid elected position in Portland wow. alone. That's insanity. How did that get reported? I wonder. They have like, to report did, it because that... of campaign financing. So it was like different packs that put into it. That was, uh... and what's crazy is, so those were the people. That's it's it's also supposed to be a nonpartisan position, but we had all these partisan people putting into it. Now the conservatives on the other side were doing the same thing for theirs. They put in tons less to get their conservative constituent, which was more like central moderate people, in instated, and they still almost harbored forty percent of the vote in Portland alone. That's how much of a change we're sitting on in our country. That people don't realize, and those are nonpartisan, non-affiliated, and non-paid positions that they put that much money into. Interesting. There was there was a Did, position last cycle that was one school board member was a, over a hundred thousand dollars spent just to get. Them Did elected. we find out? Did our friend get on the school board? There was someone locally that we were. In sublimity. Yeah. Yes. Mac, nice. Mac Strong yeah. is right on, buddy. He voted in, and he unseated the person. He unseated. Like 17 years. In fact, 17 years, but not only that, she's on the the state school board, like one of the chairs for one of the school board representatives, and he unseated her. Well, does that unseat her from the state one as well? Uh Uh-uh. But, you know, it's a big deal. It's not a good... It doesn't doesn't look look good good at all, because she's the chair for that other organization. So, and people are like, well, there's mostly, you know, conservative people here. Well, no, that's an at-large position. It's a Lynn County and Marion County that vote on that. And it's about 50-50. And he garnered over 60% of the vote. I mean, it wasn't just like, it wasn't close. It was done. Like, that night we knew that this is this is happening. And it was in both counties. So, 
things are changing. Awesome. I think things are changing towards a more moderate approach, which it needs to be. Um. Okay. Something else that everybody needs to kind of be aware. Ga- of. Gary says we, pipeline we will not be back. We'll see. We'll see. I think. I think there's going to be a lot of things we. See. I didn't think that we would start start work on the wall again, and they did. I didn't think they would ever say don't come to our border, and they did. So. I would have thought those things would have been a lot longer shot. Ooh, interesting. So he was also saying campaign limits on individuals only adds to independent expenditures with no limits or controls. I honestly, if an individual, but then that means rich people can get voted in is what he's saying. Mm, so that's, I think that maybe like there should be individual limits though, too, perhaps. Yeah, like, maybe. I don't know exactly what that would look like, but I think you could make – I think Britain has shown a good example of that. There are limits individual you know, and You know what would be interesting is, is if instead of doing – instead of limits, okay, let's just listen for a second and see what Gary says about this because he does have a lot of experience in this. Um, what if instead of that, it was a – you had to have an average donor amount so that you, you had to show you had more donors. So, like, say your average donor amount couldn't go above – hundred bucks so then if you needed to spend a hundred thousand you've got to have that many people in support of you hmm so yeah it's like a chicken or the egg thing yeah. though, in that situation that's interesting also the other thing i would say with individual contributions is even if you have campaign limits doesn't mean that you still don't also on top of that have individual expenditures as well like right. trump spent you know, however many millions of his own dollars on his own campaign at start as well. It's tough too, because um, say, say if he runs again in 2024, right? Um, he's got, do you count like the amount of security that he has to have now? Because then that would severely limit somebody that had run before because he's still got secret service mm-hmm. for the rest of his life. And so what do you, well, he doesn't pay for that though, right? No, but I mean, would they count that? Like there's certain things that certain people would have to do in order to run. So who knows? It's it's a complex mm, situation. I you know, dude, did you hear about? I'm switching to okay. Zevia now. Love it, strong work, bro. I just finished off Zevia. Shout out to Zevia. I just oh, you can't see it because it's green. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh. Ah, dude, I want to try go. that one. The Mountain Zevia. It's delightful. If I have another one, I'll I'll give it to you. Okay. Hey, did you drink those teas that I gave you? I did. The Zevia teas. What'd you think? I tried all but one that Haley drank yesterday. I meant to take a sip. They were delicious. And I'm not like a super right? big tea fan either. Yes, guys, go try the Zevia teas. They're they're surprisingly refreshing. They are surprisingly refreshing. Yeah, I was um, I was yes, pleasantly surprised. I'm now I'm now an ambassador for Zevia. Are you technically? So I yeah, so I can hook you guys up with some coupons. Let me know. Um. Okay. What was I just about to say? Oh. Okay. Bitcoin. This is what's interesting. Not Bitcoin in general. Crypto. As we see the usage of crypto become more popular, mm-hmm. we're also seeing ransomware attacks become more prevalent with cryptocurrency. A really kind of wild thing that just happened was the world's largest meat processor company on Wednesday night just paid a ransomware company $11 million in Bitcoin after a cyber attack forced the company, the plants in the U.S., Canada, and Australia to shut down because they had ransomware attack on them. Um, and they, the FBI had investigated this as well. And they thought it was actually FBI, uh, Russian criminal gang, mm-hmm. uh, that used ransomware and then used crypto because there's, it's harder to track that essentially. So in their I'll speak methods. to that in a second, but go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. So basically there, there's a concern for how do we, and you'll probably speak to this, how do we as a society, if we have a form of basically ransom, right? Because we use its ransom for financial gain. And how do we mitigate the incentives of a potentially non-traceable funds yeah. with ransomware? So I would consider this story to be FUD, which in the in the investment arena is an acronym for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And people will spread this when they want things to be less popular. Take the AMC mm-hmm. thing. They'll spread information that 4 million shares were sold. There wasn't. There was $4 million worth, and there was a few thousand that were sh- that were, that were sold by their... So that's FUD. They, they quoted it wrong to make it sound fearful, uncertain, and doubtful. 
because they want the price to come down, right? So as a percentage, as far as like nefarious acts go, last I I heard, uh, crypto is like below 1% of the currency used to offend. And the reason why is because it's actually easier to track. So I can I could use cash. I could also use wire transfers that are completely anonymous that can't be tracked back to me with regular fiat currency or government currency versus the versus crypto. Now, if someone's in another country, which I would guess that this is what's going on, they may not be they may not care that they're being tracked. So it wouldn't matter what currency they used. So again, I think it I think it is it doesn't make any sense that they even mention that crypto is involved because it is easily attract because so the issue the underlying issue here though I, I think i think yeah i think maybe you're right passing it off as being a problem because of cryptocurrency yeah. might not be accurate but i think the underlying major issue is that we're seeing cybersecurity having a more difficult time managing the impacts of these attacks. Yes, and that's that's different. Ransomware attacks are up. I don't think current. I think I don't think cryptocurrency is causation or even a correlation. It's just it's just a currency. So it, it's just involved. Doesn't mean that. It, so like it would be like vilifying the U.S. dollar because it's used to transfer and trade drugs anonymously. So wh- what do we right. do with the U.S. dollar then? Like. No, it's not the U.S. dollar's fault mm. at all. Yeah, that's fair. It's just the fact there's that there's drugs going on. So why not attack the problem, which is ransomware attacks? Yeah. So, yes. but I agree. by and large cases, and you can go look at this. You can go look at the history of things, and I don't have any links to show to prove it, but just look it up. Things that happen like this with cryptocurrency, the people are caught way more often because that money is now tracked. I can see, and I can go download the entire blockchain for Bitcoin. Say it's Bitcoin, say it's Cardano, say it's whatever, say it's Dogecoin. Like, it doesn't matter. I can go download the entire blockchain and see what wallets have transferred what to what. And so even if they transferred that Bitcoin into an anonymous wallet and then out to another wallet, out to another wallet, I can follow it every single hop because all that money is is now tracked in mm-hmm. a hash rate. So I could follow it until someone brings it out and they try to put it into fiat currency. And as soon as they do, ah, I have you. You cannot do that with fiat currency. Well, so it I actually that, provides a I'm better sure way to find them. That much, I'm not sure if you actually have, because you're supposed to have some cyber, secu- you're supposed to have some anonymous security with those types of exchanges. No, no, so no. I'm not they, sure. They aren't. The exchanges aren't. The money is. So like, there's people who are in prison right now for having stolen Bitcoin that have millions of dollars in a wallet and the government mm-hmm. cannot get it out. They know right. it's there. Right. But they can't get it out because unless you have those person's private keys, you cannot remove it. They cannot sequester it. They cannot dock mm. it. So you're they saying, cannot drain you're those accounts. The exchanges, the exchanges of cryptocurrency is not secretive. Uh, right not now. at all. But there the are some currencies that are. To those there are some coins that are, and they they tout themselves as a privacy coin. But Bitcoin in in itself is more mm-hmm. traceable than like DNA. Like you can follow exactly where that money went as many hops as it does. And the FBI has used that to catch nefarious actors using Bitcoin. So it actually it actually precludes you from using it, which is why only like one percent of the people do it. And the reason that the only reason they would is that they're in a country where it doesn't matter and no one's going to come after them anyway. And it's an easy transfer of wealth. So, so getting back to the underlying issue, there is an increasing amount of ransomware demands right. and payouts that have been happening lately. Not that it's necessarily a, co- a correlation or a cause or a fault of cryptocurrency, but there is an underlying increase. And there was, um, in this article, actually, it talks about um, insurance companies now have decided specifically pertaining to cyber ransomware issues. Mm-hmm. They've actually started saying we will no longer be covering Yes. cyber ransomware uh, 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 causes. And that's actually like a lot of companies now are freaking out because a hospital, say, you know, a nonprofit that's insured for cyber attacks, that could cause them well, it also of could it also could cause them to ramp up their security. So maybe they aren't taking the precautions mm-hmm. that they need to with their employees. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not using enough two-factor. Maybe they're not using enough other ways. Um, Fed is... 
Uh, I will answer. Creating. I will answer that question in just a second. That, that is a real, oh, that is a super good question, though. Um, so, I would say, if I was getting ransomware, I would rather they use digital currency, like cryptocurrency, in order to do it. And that might be why this company was so quick to pay them because they know that they could get caught. Mm. What is your what? Okay, so the question was: the Fed is thinking about creating a digital U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. What are our thoughts on that? I'll let you go first, Jordan. Quick answer, and then I'll give mine. My first thought is they already have. Almost nothing currently. I mean, it's like the percentage of actual like cold hard cash is very small. They've already done it. I think the only thing that they would do with this blockchain is probably for the same secure reasons like we were just talking about. The money is now trackable. Um, As far as them creating it, I don't know how that would... Here's the here's the deal with currency. That the moment, the what we the next thing that we need as not just our country but other countries is to remove the the FED's stronghold on currency because they like to print it and they like to put it out there, and that's what scares them about digital currency is that they can't. And if they don't, if they can't, then they don't they lose a control in that. And mm-hmm. so I think that. Just like um, real quickly, like we we in our constitution have defined inalienable rights that are given to somebody as they're born. I believe that the next right that couldn't be defined back then because it was already just going on, you would just barter with people like I'll trade a cow for your 10 chickens. Like you had a freedom of commerce in that. Then they went to the dollar that was backed by gold and then it wasn't. And now they can just print as many as they want. What we need to get back to is a freedom of value so that I can control what I hold and what I trade and take that away from the government because they've now run rampant with it. And every time they want to, they can just tack more debt on top of our heads and then just tax us more to try and pay it off eventually. And I don't think that's right. (laughs) I would say with the U.S. dollar turning into a digital currency... It might be something that they tried to push as like a cool new name, a rebranding, I guess you would say, for the U.S. dollar. If they try to have some like on a specific crypto platform, the U.S. dollar. And actually, Coinbase kind of does have a U.S. dollar basically kind of coin They do, and so does Binance, and it's tied to their Binance right. coin, it's, but, and it's but pegged what to the I would U.S. Say dollar. The underlying... I think one of the underlying fundamental fundamentals of cryptocurrency is to have somewhat of a decentralized platform and yep. decentralized uh, currency. And so I think the appeal, if you consider it being associated with one nation yep. versus a worldwide currency, is that nation has a control over that currency, but B, also it's tied to the um, the value of that nation itself, and so if that nation plummets, the currency potentially would as well. Which is and so, what we're looking at. <laughs> which is what we're looking at, and so I think people, I think people in general at, that are maybe, I guess you could say, hardcore crypto people or, or or something along that line, they may have less of a desire to invest as much in that currency. This might. It's true, problem. and I think that a lot of countries are going to try to do this, as and they're going to regret it because. Um, we saw China's already starting to do it. Well, yes. And that, so that's the problem is that we were talking about this before and I said, let's not talk about it. Cause when it comes to digital currencies, people, the things that, the things that people get confused by are, what is it? How can I use it? Uh, what is mining? What are nodes? Like all these kind of crazy things. They're all things that you don't have to pay attention to in regular currency. So for most people, you're probably not going to pay attention to that anyway. But the problem is, is that like we exchange our money in thousands of different ways throughout our lives um you can do a bank transfer wire transfer transfer from one account to another you can do ach you can use your visa card you can use your visa debit card you can just use your debit card all those are different channels and networks for transferring value right cryptocurrency has all of those but they're not controlled by the government and there are smaller fees for transferring it for most things so visa gets 2.9 percent we just don't know it um, that is eaten up in the costs, usually by the by the actual Consumer. seller. 
not the consumer. The consumer might well, pay a little. Well, the, the prices can the, go the more. The prices might go up, and there's like Arco yeah. Gas, where it's like, hey, this is a right. 2.9% cash discount if you pay with a card. It's 2.9%. That's exactly what they get charged by Visa, and so they right. they don't pass that on to them. They don't keep it for themselves. They pass that cost on to you and say, we value your cash more than than this. Now there are coins that do not do that. The other thing is, is that most coins, not all can't get more of them so the government couldn't just make more dollars so if they i guarantee you if they make their own u.s their own u.s dollar coin that they will build in the ability to do what they've already done with our money and to print more when they want to out of thin air and i don't think that they should have that ability to do that i i absolutely Mm -hmm. do not think like dogecoin that they should be able to doge is not finite it it can grow but there are coins that don't, and like Bitcoin is one. There's a finite supply. It's there, you know. Will it? It will diminish over time the amount that you can get, which drives the price up. I don't think Bitcoin. Like, so we had like Puerto Rico this week say that, hey, we're gonna accept. Uh, we're gonna Venez- uh, Venezuela. I think right. Wasn't it Venezuela? Puerto Rico. Anyway, whatever country it was said we're gonna accept Bitcoin. That was a big deal <laughs> because they're also saying within a few months that any merchant must accept it as well. So they're saying, like, if you supply, if you do goods and services, you have to accept this. Bitcoin's not the greatest network for that, and so um, it's similar in its uh, in its ability to transfer, like Visa. You require other people, so they're what we would consider a proof of work to transfer funds. So that means that El El Salvador, El Salvador, Salvador, there you go, that that they transfer funds based on miners. Miners just crack math codes and change the ledger. The ledger is what everyone has. That's why I was saying like there's a ledger that everyone can go look at for how much money each person has in their account. Doesn't tell you necessarily who the person is, but you can see where it goes and you could track that person down. The FBI has done that countless times. And most cases where digital currency is used, the FBI has caught the people versus fiat currency. It's pretty tough to do to trace, trace where cash has been and stuff. It's to, at least it's a lot harder. Um, now there are new coins, which are considered like generation three or whatever, that are not using mining anymore. And as we saw this tweet that came out from Elon Musk, I have my thoughts on it. I think that he was he was told by the government and he had to do this, um, that he was gonna no longer accept Bitcoin because he used too much energy in the world. There are some other concerns that he could have listed. One is 90% of the mining is done in China. China makes video cards. Video cards and computers are made in China. China keeps most of them so that they mine and get as much Bitcoin as they possibly can. So mining, while great at first, distributes the coins to the miners and distributes it into the ecosystem. It eventually, at its core, comes back to being centralized. So you had decentralization but as people grab onto that hardware and do things, we're seeing it get re-centralized into China. So Bitcoin right now, 90% in China is where those transactions are taking place. We don't want that. We, we want it to be different. So these new coins use what's called proof of stake, which means you own something in that network. And they take like 1% the energy to make those transfers. And it's quicker. And they can keep up with how much Visa actually transfers in the world. So... There is some work that needs to be done. I don't think that a U.S. dollar coin would benefit any of us at all. I think that they're already digital. I think they're just trying to sound cool. That's my conclusion. That's fair. That's a fair opinion. Um, okay, so I know we're going. We're we're almost to an hour mark here. Um, Jeez, I don't have any dude. other. I don't have any other big topics I want to hit on. Um, unless you do, um, I'm happy to uh, throw down some. Oh, actually, one thing I did want to say. Okay, I got, I, I'm ready for my TILs and shower thoughts, but one thing I wanted to just real quick, Jordan and I will try to be succinct on this because I know try. it could expand into a whole podcast, okay? Maybe it should. I wanted, uh, I wanted, I heard, I had a conversation with my brother-in-law, uh, Caleb, this past week, awesome guy, and I was having a conversation with him about ideologies. And I, I often have concern about people and their ideologies and being very, very fervent in their ideologies and not being willing to have any flexibility mm-hmm. outside of their ideologies because they just believe what they believe is absolute. So first, I'm going to give uh, a definition of ideology for those out there that are like, OK, what exactly is ideology? An ideology is a set of opinions or beliefs of a group or an individual. 
very often ideologies can refer to political beliefs um, or a set of ideas characterized by a particular culture. So cultural beliefs, political beliefs, or also religious beliefs. Um, oftentimes, so an example of could be like communism, Marxism, um, certain types of religious idealisms as well, um, or ideologies. Um, but in general, I think what's interesting about ideology, if you take it to an extreme in certain areas, ideology, people, it makes their lives easier in some ways because ideology can let you experience life without contradictions. And oftentimes people are really concerned to have contradictions in their life, I think. Not everybody, but I think a lot of individuals feel threatened when there's a contradiction to what their preconceived ideas or ideologies are. Um, and so I know this is, this, is part, this is actually part of why we have this podcast is to encourage contradictions to be discussed mm -hmm. like, and to have healthy conversations about those contradictions. So maybe I, I just want to encourage people to have a consideration or what are your underlying ideologies, whether it's political, whether it's um, social, whatever. Consider what are my pre-existing ideologies and how can I approach those to not necessarily be from the purpose of proving someone else wrong, but maybe actually seeing how can I better understand that other person's ideology mm -hmm. and see where they're coming from. Because who knows, if you lived in a different world or grew up in a different environment, you may have become them. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say about ideologies. So my thoughts on ideologies, I don't think they're bad. I think what's bad is when I say that somebody has to have my ideology. And that's not to say that I can't say, I think you would benefit from my ideology. But the moment that I now say, no, because you didn't choose to benefit from my ideology, and now I'm going to treat you differently. And that doesn't mean like, I may not choose, I could choose and still be a loving human being. I could choose like, hey, you don't follow my ideology. It just depends on what it is. So I choose to not hang around you as much. I don't think that's bad. I think that we do that with tons of other things all the time. But the moment that we tell someone they have to have an ideology in order to be a human or to exist in this world socially, that's a problem. And that's like if you go back to the founding of like our country is like freedom of religion really is freedom of ideology. If you mm -hmm. want to if you yeah. want to look at that that way and say, yeah. hey, you can believe what you want to believe as long as. So there is a, there's a caveat to that, as long as those don't infringe on other people's rights. Mm -hmm. And so we went, we broke away from a country that said, you have to believe this ideology and you have to have this in order to be a part of what we're doing or you will be hurt. And so we left that to come here. So if you want to rephrase to like what you're saying, because it really is like everyone seeks religion, no matter what it is, we see it in people that um, want to have a religion of the COVID vaccine. Like I would consider that to be a religious type thing where they're, if they're really fervent about it, if they just like think you should have it, that's not one thing. But there's people that are like totally judging you because of it. They're doing exactly that. They're saying, I have an ideology, you're not meeting up to it. And so now I hate you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so and the other extreme is the other extreme is ideologies of anti-vaxxers right yeah you which i don't think that like doing trash yeah like i don't think either one of those is great you might choose to say so say you think that the vaccine sheds you may choose to not be around people that get the vaccine but it doesn't mean you hate them and if you think that someone that's not vaccinated is dangerous you may choose not to be around them that's fine i don't think those are forcing your ideology on anyone it's just you get to make the freedom of choice of who you hang around Regardless, and that's just one example. Like there, there might be, you know, there's people that like don't want to hear people swearing a ton, so they're probably not going to hang around a lot of people that swear. That doesn't mean that they don't like those people. It just means that they prefer to spend their time in other places. So forced ideologies are bad, and we see a lot yeah. of countries that are doing that right now, like China, yes. the Middle East, whatever. Yeah. Like the forced ideologies, like you must Taliban. believe this or you're bad. Um, yep, Taliban. And so, yeah, I, I would agree in that sense, but. It doesn't mean that people can't choose to just hang around people that have like beliefs. I do think challenging your beliefs is very healthy. Um, always challenging your beliefs can also be unhealthy. So you might and and also like another thing that I think people get confused on with ideologies is say like take like any religion. If somebody's like, hey, I'm Catholic and they go to and they choose to hang around Catholic people, but then they also choose to be murderers. 
that's that's going to clash with an ideology and they can't be upset if they aren't meeting if they're not meeting the uh the requirements of being part of an ideology and trying to change what it means too so that's where i think we get a lot of confusion these days as people are like well the church hates gay people maybe yeah i think that maybe some maybe some people do but if your ideology doesn't line up with what they are it's probably not the group that you want to hang around because you're going to have some clashing of beliefs. There might be small things that don't matter, but if it's a big thing to you and that ideology says that's immoral for our set of beliefs, you can't be too mad about that. I think what you said there that. is that maybe an important takeaway too is ideologies, they don't have – I think ideologies, they do not have to be absolute. And I think a lot of people have – perspectives on ideologies being absolute yeah. and that's where you have limits on growth yeah. and limits on health there can be and, perspectives or there can be parts of your ideology that are fluid and there can be parts yeah. of your so you're fluid and or you could say growing or still learning but there can mm-hmm. still be parts of your ideology that there, there should be parts of your ideology if it's a healthy one that are concrete to you that otherwise Otherwise, yeah, that's the hard part. So that's, a, that's an interesting one because you have situations like ideologies, for example, and, and it's subjective. Like it depends on your upbringing, your environment. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're not willing to, ch- I think a person should be willing to challenge all of their ideologies, no matter what they are. I agree. For example, the Taliban, and this is an extreme example, perhaps, but not to them. Right. Like I, I sent Jordan a video this afternoon and it was a video of a woman getting 40 lashes like it happened like four days ago. 40 lashes in in Afghanistan because she was she talked to a man on the phone and she was getting and you just watched her getting whipped, you know, Mm -hmm. and but their ideology, that's like a really good thing that they're doing. They're they're preventing immoral practices from their women. Right. But it's and if you were to challenge that, like that and this part of their religion. Right. I think it's important for all practices to being willing to challenge and hear challenges to their ideology even if it's whatever it is like you can agree or, or not agree but to being willing to challenge those ideologies because what if you're missing something that's really yeah. a big blind spot i think know? it's and challenge could just be having a conversation but in that yeah. i would say that's not a yeah, freedom exactly. of ideology so if she say she wanted to be a part of that religion and that was what she accepted was, hey, if I do these things and break these things, I have to accept these 40 lashes. That's one mm-hmm. thing. I mean, she could choose right. to do that as her freedom of whatever. I don't it, it wouldn't right. make any sense, but someone might do it and say, you're right. I did it. I'll take my punishment. But when it's forced upon you because of an ideology, that's exactly why we left and formed this country was to get away from mm-hmm. things like that. It was to have a freedom of belief as long as it doesn't infringe on someone else's rights. So if your ideology is always trying to infringe on someone else's rights. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'm just, that, that was actually a big topic that we could have gone really long oh, yeah. on. So I'm proud of us for knocking it pretty quick. Um, okay. So I got, uh, I got three TILs. How many you got, buddy? Mm, two. You go okay, first. I'll go first. Today I learned that unlike terrestrial mammals, whales do not have a connected mouth and respiratory system. They do not and cannot breathe through their mouths. They can only breathe through their air hole. I didn't know that. It makes sense, though, because they're doing a lot of swallowing of water to, like, get the kelps and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just kind of crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. Weird. Hit me. The more you know. (laughs) Today I learned about April Fool's joke day prank in 1980 when the BBC reported that Big Ben was going to change to a digital clock. Some people were so shocked by the announcement, they phoned in to complain. Oh, whoa. That's hilarious. That's crazy. Um, Today I learned that a disproportionate amount of motorcyclists are infected with the cat parasite, toxoplasmosis. And toxoplasmosis has been shown to cause, oftentimes, not irrational behavior, but behavior that that causes you to have less concern about self-harm. So... There's a direct correlation between the number of people that have toxoplasmosis and ride motorcycles, which that's not super surprising. Weird. Yeah, I wonder how much the disproportion is. It's like there's one a study. And, I can, like one I, can I can go into it. It's it's significant. <clears throat> that could mean anything. <laughs> My ideology says. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, today I learned the reporter who exposed ties between the CIA and the crack e- epidemic in California was found dead with two shots to his head. It was ruled a suicide. Whoa, whoa. Oh, my gosh. You are really oh good at gosh. suicide if you can shoot yourself twice. Yeah, and I've seen, actually, I have seen someone get attempt suicide with a twenty two, and they'd shot themselves twice in the head because the first it wasn't it wasn't it was like a an impact but it didn't actually like they were still conscious and so they shot themselves again yeah so low caliber maybe but yeah that's crazy um yeah 22 not the greatest choice not the greatest choice i mean it's not the greatest choice to to try to kill yourself like let's be real but yeah it's a long don't get suicide your second bad choice was caliber yeah uh today i learned Japan's modern pacifist constitution was written actually by Americans. After World War II, we wrote their constitution. Oh, good for us. Hence, that's why they don't have a military that um, can do external policies. It's probably for good reasons. Right. Their military that could didn't have a super great track record at the time. Right. But now we kind of wish they had a better military to fight, fend off China. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right. You got another one or is that all you no, did? You, are you done with your shower okay. thoughts? Shower thoughts. I have um, five. I'll go first. Elementary yeah. schoolers who have no control over their transportation are punished more for being late than college students who own cars. Mm, so true. Poor kids. Yeah, you're right. Um, Interplanetary travel will have seasonal price fluctuations during specific times due to proximity between the two planets. It's kind of cool. It's true. Um, It's kind of cool. Yeah, I think my dad sent me that one today. I didn't put it in here because I I think I saw you already had it. But yes, it's hilarious. And it's good. You know, buy the good prices. That's right. Uh, we often clean our homes. I'm thinking of this because we have people coming over tonight, and someone, not mentioning names, Haley, is upstairs uh, cleaning. Uh, so we often clean our homes when people are coming over so that we can maintain the facade of a clean house that we've seen from going to other people's homes who clean their house to maintain the facade of having a clean house. It's all a lie. That's how That's you hilarious. know someone's a good friend. If they don't yeah. clean before they, you come over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you bring somebody over with a clean house. You're like, you're not a very good friend. Yeah, we're just we're just trying to impress you. We're trying to earn your friendship. Eventually, we'll be dirty pigs. Right. Right. So tinfoil hats. Sorry for sci-fi people out there. Don't actually work because modern tinfoil is actually made from aluminum, not tin. Yeah. Sorry. So you guys know. Aluminum doesn't really block a ton. Yeah. Not from aliens. This is totally our dog. Guard dogs probably think that they're doing a great job as the strangers that they bark at on the street never enter the house. Mm. Yeah, like, that's true. 100% that's record funny. so far, guys. I don't know if you know, but nobody so you know. nobody has come in here, and it's all because of me. That's something a, that That's a good lesson on perspective. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> People are more upset walking across dirty floors barefoot than they are walking in actual dirt barefoot it's true it feels gross it feels gross yeah it feels gross yeah terrible it's like stepping on a pile of legos is better never mind that doesn't work that would hurt too um a total solar eclipse is the natural version of the dvd waiting screen hitting the corner of the screen (laughs) that's awesome i love that (laughs) the office everyone should yeah yes um Okay, let's see. Uh, most people think they are unlucky only because they are blissfully unaware of all their good luck where they narrowly missed many misfortunes. Sounds like a Confucius thing. It does. You stole two of mine, so I'm out of them now. Uh, okay, I got one last one. <laughs> okay, go. Um, every happy person could find themselves wanting a thousand things, but every sick person wants just one thing. It's true. Think about that. It's a good they one. Might want good more. one to end it on. They want they might want one more. Yeah, but 
they could be happy with just getting that one thing to be healthy. When I'm sick, I think about lots more things than when I'm healthy. Depends on how sick you are. True. Right? I don't know. I've been stuck in the hospital pretty sick before. I thought You're about like, I, I still about, wanted I still I wanted still that thought cheaper. about way more things than I should have. Still wanted that cheaper. Mostly because I thought that it was impossible I was going to get better. Ah, there you go. So That's I was like, eh, I'll settle for these other things. Yeah. I don't know. All right, guys. Well, that is that's it for uh episode 104, baby. 104. Um yep. we appreciate y'all logging on this afternoon and uh we always appreciate your input and thoughts and it's always fun sharing life with you guys. So Yep. Have a fantastic week, and we'll, we'll talk see to you, soon. you soon. We may have a different time coming up, just as a warning to those that yeah. join us live. Oh, to those that are point, on the podcast, you're like, I don't care, but right. and that's totally fine, yeah. and we we love you, and thank you for watching and listening. But for if you ever want to join us live, keep an eye out. Yeah, so, we'll let you know. That's Peace. that's our last one. See you guys.